Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I wasn't planning to do a show today, but then Gary Neville happened. And you may have seen this, you may have not. I'm going to be reacting solely in today's show to the comments he made on the Stick to Football show regarding, once again, the theory, the conspiracy theory that Saudi Arabia is funding Chelsea and something fishy, as he referred to it, as in this clip that I'm going to play you, was going on between Saudi Arabia, PIF and Chelsea. Now, in the broader context of this show, they are talking with David Ornstein of The Athletic about the potential charges to Chelsea and Man City, the points deduction to Everton, football governance. That is a very serious and relevant conversation. That's not where I have a problem with this conversation, obviously, because we've discussed that on the show relevant to Chelsea in recent days. It's to do with this, the, this thing that Gary Neville kind of promoted back in the summer was quickly debunked by some very respected journalists and reporters and quotes and information and throughout the summer it kind of went away all the people that were claiming that went very silent and then he's brought it up again now whether it's going to be fully revived I wouldn't be surprised if he brings it up again and then also intentionally or not he kind of makes a link to Chelsea's multi-club model because they go on speaking about multi-clubs that we did cover in yesterday's show and I have my criticisms of it but Again, I want to debunk a lot of it. So if you are a new a new viewer to the show, new listener, if you're a Chelsea fan, hit that like button. Please share the video around with friends. Get more people involved in the community. Hit that subscribe button and turn those notifications on so you don't miss any of my content as we head back into the Premier League this weekend with Newcastle playing Chelsea on Saturday. But let's get into it. So stick to football, this kind of overlap Sky Bet sponsored show. And they're having a conversation about football governance. They're going to move on to the multi-club model. And this is what Gary Neville has to say where he brings up this Saudi-Chelsea thing that he has before. One, the players vote. I have no problem with Saudi Arabia setting up their league and spending as much money as they wish. But I called for some sort of investigation into the deals that Chelsea were, were doing with, where they were dumping players off onto Saudi Arabia at the start of the season. I felt as though that, to me, just needed a little bit of a look out. You see, smell something's not right, it's usually not right. And Roy, you you, you played, I think, Nottingham Forest under a multi-club ownership type model. Where yeah, but not and I'd, I'd be fearful if Gary Neville was in charge of an independent regulator, how quickly clubs could be in trouble just because he thinks something doesn't look right. And there's kind of two things that really debunk this. I mean, firstly, we're going to go all the way back to June when 
Gary Neville originally got annoyed about this point. And then very quickly, I think a lot of people were silenced because there was this massive piece by Matt Slater of The Athletic who looked into it, spoke to people within the industry, not specific football people and not specific Chelsea people. So these weren't just speaking to Chelsea fans who were obviously going to rubbish it. He worked within private equity firms and had a lot of knowledge about PIF, about Clearlake and about how that business runs. So let's go into what he had to say. So is clear, as he says in the piece, have PIF, has PIF, obviously linked to Newcastle United, invested in Clear Lake? Almost certainly. Does this mean it will write a fact check to it? Saudi Pro League clubs can give Chelsea £100 million for £50 million worth of players to get the West London club off the hook. The FFP hook, that is. At the time, if you remember, because a lot happens in Chelsea history in like two weeks, but at the time there was that deadline, if you remember, where Chelsea had to comply with FFP regulations. And that's why we were selling a lot of players at the time. That's why there was this massive clear out. It was one of the craziest we've seen in some time at Stamford Bridge. So then this theory kind of was baked up that, oh, look, all these players are seemingly going to Saudi Arabia, this new league, and Chelsea need to get off the hook. And there were pictures of Todd Bowley having meetings with, with people involved in the Saudi Arabian league. And so all of this is some big conspiracy and Chelsea are, are going out of their way to to basically, and basically Saudi are saving Chelsea. Now, this is what a partner at a different US-based equity firm said to Matt Slater in that piece. This is what he had to say. This feels like a nothing burger. They've made a ton of money for their investors. I'm not sure if PIF is a big investor, but anyone who has been has been well rewarded. Wouldn't PIF be using Newcastle United if this was their plan, not Chelsea? The reality is all the sovereign wealth funds are in the big global private equity funds from Australia to Abu Dhabi, Canada. PIF involvement in Newcastle, why would they fund Chelsea, a competitor, especially this season, a competitor for Champions League football in the Premier League, a club that they are hoping to to rival, to better? Why would they fund Chelsea instead of the club they're heavily invested in and have uh, influence over? It just, it makes very little sense, obviously. Then after all the information, there's a lot of context here that Matt Slater uh, puts into the piece. I'll link down below if you want to read it in its full context. He says, we have a club who are very popular in the Middle East and we have several well-known players they badly need to get off the books. And we have a newly flushed league that is desperate to attract recognisable stars to raise the overall standard and profile of its competition. Is this not a very straightforward tale of willing seller meets willing buyer with the asset they are trading being pretty happy about the transaction too? Maybe, maybe not. So you have that side of it where you, you know, you talk to people in the industry, they kind of resoundingly say there's probably nothing going on here and it's just a, a case of convenience, which I think is probably the most realistic. I would also encourage you to listen to the podcast, the Athletic Podcast, because they actually got Matt Slater on to speak about this piece in a little bit more depth at the time. So I definitely, I'll link that below as well. So that gives you more context. And again, these are not Chelsea biased people. These are um, either objective reporters or objective people within the situation, given their take. But so you have all of that, right? Which I think at source kind of really debunks the idea. But then the second part of it, I think absolutely destroys this conspiracy theory at source. If Chelsea were the only Premier League club that Saudi Arabia were dealing with over the summer, then you have more power in the argument. That, that that something is going on and something doesn't look right. But it doesn't really help, does it, when we look at the fact that Liverpool sold Fabinho and Jordan Henderson to Saudi Arabia. Manchester City sold Imeric Laporte and Riyad Mahrez to Saudi Arabia as well. 
And then when you actually look at it, despite all of the concerns, Chelsea sold. N'Golo Kante was a free transfer. Sold only two players. Out of all the players that were linked, it was only Edward Mendy and Kalidou Koulibaly. Not even sold for that much. Liverpool Man City actually pay, actually made more money from those sales. Not the most surprising when you look at the, the quality of those players that they did sell, but still, and surely you should have the same energy and concern about Liverpool's transactions to Saudi Arabia as you would Chelsea, right? But of course, it's just it, it's not that way because he's come up with this thing with Todd Bowley in the past. It doesn't look right. It's a clear and present danger. He's referred he's referred to Todd Bowley in that way before in Chelsea's ownership which we all have criticisms of, right? But I think this just takes it too far. And I think that the the issue is, is that there's a lot that Gary Neville has done, especially when the Super League was was coming up and the way people protested. And I thought he did a lot of good work. And I think generally his, his belief in an independent regulator is something I support. But I don't think he helps his case. And I don't think anyone helps their case when you go so overboard and we start, you know, it almost feels like that scene from uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where, you know, you know, he's got his board up, he's pinning things like it's some big web of conspiracies. I don't think it really legitimizes the argument and probably actually shuts a lot of people down to it when I actually do think there needs to be a serious conversation around independent regulation, what that means for the future of the game, how it helps the pyramid below the Premier League, not just the biggest clubs. And I'll say that as a Chelsea fan, there is absolutely something to be um, protected below the Premier League. All of those things are relevant, but this to me, and another thing I did want to point out in kind of, I don't know if he meant it intentionally or not. I'm going to say he didn't and it was just kind of a train of thought and he was bringing it up as, as part of the conversation and then they moved on to multi-club. But the way he was making it sound was Chelsea have some kind of clear connection to a Saudi Arabian club. We said this in yesterday's show, the only multi-club, the only satellite club, whatever you want to refer to it as, that Chelsea have a connection with right now is Strasbourg. Again, on its own, the multi-club model and its issues with football are a relevant topic. They move on to the Premier League loan ban that didn't pass through. Again, these are all, I think, relevant conversations that you can have. But the Saudi one, it just it needs to be put to bed now. It really does because my worry is he's just going to keep on bringing it up, and no one within a Sky Studio is probably going to challenge him about it. And it's been. It was debunked so quickly and on top of that, the business that other Premier League teams did with Saudi Arabia should give you enough evidence that the clear idea of a conspiracy theory going on here is probably not that weighted. And just because something doesn't look right in the eyes of Gary Neville doesn't mean that it isn't right. I mean, Man United, for instance, are about to potentially become a multi-club model with Nice because of the Jim Ratcliffe investment. Now, will Gary Neville be as vocal? That's in itself a big question. I would like to think he will be consistent, but I'm not entirely sure because there just wasn't a, the same level of outrage and, and discussion around Man City and Liverpool, especially Man City, given all the charges against them and, and allegations against them. It was just, I just wanted to make this show because I just think it's really frustrating at times when these things just get thrown out there, especially to a huge audience, and it's unlikely it's going to be challenged, and it just it, it's, it just gets repeated over and over again, and after a while, it probably gets repeated back to someone because people listen to it, and they and in an argument, they just believe it's true. It makes no sense to me. So those are my thoughts. Let me know yours in the comments below, and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.